And God says, hey, I want to have a moment with you. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, can we meet uh, over the bus too? <laughs> and God says, I, I want a table. I want a table moment. Give God a table moment. What does that mean to you? You know. You know, all this needs to be personalized. What does giving your dream mean? You know. Because campus students dream, a young working out's dream, and a mother's dream, and a father's dream, and a kid's dream. It's different. Princess, I just want to go to Disneyland. And then you surrender the dream. Parents, if your kids ask you crazy stuff, Daddy, I want a motorcycle! Well, son, you need to surrender that dream to God. <laughs> and then God will fine-tune it, you know? <laughs> and then, then no parents. You know, hey, come on, you know? Come on, don't say that. Hey, the Bible not relevant. Bible has parenting advice there, financial advice. Come on, you know? Your kid will go like, Yeah, motorcycle not fun. Uh. I want something else. You know? And then you'll be like, Phew. You know, Daddy, I don't go to Disneyland. Oh, kid, just surrender a dream to God. I don't go to Disneyland. I go missions. Yes, chair, a chair. Now, immediately we think table and chair. But last time people didn't eat. There was a European concept to eat on a table with a chair. Back then, chair was a place to sit, to rest, to get ready for journey. It's where they sit to tie their sandals. Because last time, it wasn't just as easy as Velcro. You know, it wasn't as easy as just laces. It was sandals, you know. You know, I know girls are loving, ooh, sandals every day. Just like, wah, 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 you know. But can you imagine the guys like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so you need a place to sit. Because back then they had, you know, guys were kind of like wearing, not skirts, but you know, modern day concept is like long robes, you know. And you, you can't just do it like that. So you need a place to sit, to tie your sandals. Because you can't just sit gang gang on the floor. No, ah. Oh. Uh, excuse me, should I woman? <laughs> Got Taylor. <laughs> and so sit represents rest. Let me ask you this. When you go visit a person's house, uh, okay, and you're in a hurry, what do you usually not do? You don't sit. Uh, Auntie, uh, happy new year. I'm your neighbor from uh, 24B. <laughs> Just want to pass you some oranges. Ah, uh, come in, come in, sit down. Oh uh, no, it's okay, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Until you really sit down. Otherwise, it's just casual. But when you, you know, another thing, okay, I take public transport a lot in, in UK, you know. Uh, so sometimes, you know, when we take the, 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 the underground, the tube, uh, and it's, it's packed, or maybe the, the next stop, it's just the next stop, and there are seats, I don't sit. Because, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm getting off soon. But when you sit, it says that I'm here to stay, I, I'm, I'm here to rest. You know, usually on the bus or so, we usually only sit when, of course, due to you no know, social ethics, you know, when there's no old people or blind people or pregnant lady around. <laughs> but also because we sit because we know that we are bus stop number 57. <laughs> Factor in traffic jam, it feels like we're going to arrive there a long time. So I better start sitting down. Rest. Are you resting in God? God wants you to share in your dreams. Not take it away, make it better. Let's make room, make, that, that, that's what making room for God means. He wants to have, he wants to establish authority, but not just authority, connection also. You know, w- w- the beautiful thing about sitting on the table is table, that's why even families are, when, you know, sometimes families, I know my father very rarely uh, will call, but once in a while he will call, family meeting! And then the whole house trembles. <laughs> and a family meeting usually takes place on the dining table. Table is a place where decisions are made, authority is presided, but it's also a place of connection and communion. God is saying that, I want to have say over your life, but I don't want it to be a one-way street. I want to establish trust that you can dialogue with it. 
I actually want to explain to you why I do things. I just need a table to explain it on. Chair, rest, trust. If you don't trust someone, you don't sit on the person's living room sofa. You trust. You're here there to fellowship. And last but not least, a lamp stand. And I think that's pretty straightforward. The Bible says His Word is a lamp onto our feet. But lamp stand is there to guide us. And so the question is this, friends, make room for God. Is it, are you allowing there to be a lamp stand in, in your heart? We always say also that it's a relationship with God, not a religion. Which means that at the end of the day, it's your personal responsibility. Homes, we just learned this. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And the word he used is semi-equivalent to manna. Do you know back then, it is the responsibility of each household and each individual to go out every morning to collect manna enough for their own use. Meaning that it is at the end of the day your own personal responsibility. Your father can be a church deacon, church pastor, but just because his level of faith is, you know, 100, doesn't mean you can ride on that. You can be blessed by that, but your faith is yours to cultivate by yourself. And God is saying, have your own personal lampstand. And lampstand also represents, you know, lamps, what do you, lampstand is not just there to look pretty. Lampstand is there to be used. And God is saying, I want to give you my word, but begin to trust me enough to use my word. For example, there's nothing impossible for God. Amen? So the next time you pray, believe it. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we know a lot, but we don't trust. We know that demons flee in the name of Jesus, yet every time we walk into that last toilet cubicle in our office that has the broken light, we get scared. Why? You know, right, God, you know there's no such thing as ghosts, right? And you know that even if the demons decide to pay you a visit for whatever reason, that in the name of Jesus, they will have to run helter-skelter. And yet, you live in fear. You know that the Bible says that if you give unto God, you will receive a blessing. But how come every time we, 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 we wonder whether we can survive throughout the month? It's not that God has not been good to you, but it's this. God is saying that, my word is there. You know my promises. How come you're not claiming it? How come you're not standing on it? Don't just believe in God's word. Stand on it. Don't just believe in God's word. Stand on it. And when you do all this, right, and this sounds like, wow, there's a lot of giving in to God. Yeah, because He is God. But the ultimate blessing, I already listed out a lot of these blessings already. Right? You've got a lampstand, you've got a personal guide, you've you got rest in your life, your, your dream gets transformed in destiny. But even better is this, you read on. In verse 11, one day, he came there and turned to the upper chamber and rested. Then he said to his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him and he said to him, behold, you have been careful with us, with all this care. Now, what can I do for you? You see, when you make room for God, and, God, and then, when, then you make room, you say, God, I, this is the type of life I want. I want to live a life where I surrender my dreams, where I'm constantly dreaming, yet I surrender them to your authority. 
you know, I, I'm loving communion with you and I'm, I'm doing my best to switch on that lampstand and, and read God's word for myself and my own nourishment. And what happens is this, you know, the Bible says, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. When you make room for God, God comes into your life and then instead of asking you, and sometimes we think that, oh, very scared to have God in my life. He will spot check everything. No, no, no. When you have God in your life, actually, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the gospel according to the devil. When God is in your life, He will spot check everything. No, 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 no. The gospel according to 2 Kings is this. When God is in your life, when you make room for God, He will call you into His presence and ask you, what can I do for you? Wow. Sometimes, huh? Some, you know, sometimes uh, you know, the, the, some, some prophet come and go like, Hallelujah, sense the presence of God here. You there, brother in the back. God has a word for you. And then sometimes, you know, what's our first reaction? Please, 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 don't name my sin. Please don't name my sin. Please don't name my sin. God, please. You know, uh, you know maybe some of you, you attended your know, youth groups before and then you hear, how the speaker moves in prophetic. Uh, don't dare to go out for auto call. Just in case you go out there, Sister, you're pregnant. Who is this? Ah! <laughs> Actually, uh, that's again uh, gospel according to the devil. Jesus doesn't name and shame, you know. In fact, God wants to do this. Brother, come out. God says, what can I do for you? Wow. How many of you want that? How many of you want that? Wow. That, that's what God is saying. Stop believing the lies that the world is spinning you. With more of me in your life, it actually gives me free reign so much that, so that I can pour out more blessing. Can you imagine when you make room for God and then Yvonne, one day, you're doing your quiet time and then the voice of God comes before you and he goes like, Yvonne, what can I do for you? Wow, you'll be like, huh? Say that again, God! Yvonne, what can I do for you? You <laughs> Don't need that. Just a man would do that. <laughs> Joking, joking, you know? How many know 